Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. March 3rd, 2021. A holiday for wine. Dangerous wine you've never heard of. Mishaps with utilities. And a possible end of quarantine. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily podcast. Or, it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway, so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hi. And hello. Happy day to you. It's a happy-ish day. Yeah. It is a day. It's a day, all right. And there is some intermittent happiness. Yes. Um, it's March 3rd. Okay. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. 3-3. Three, three. Mm. Two one. Or 030303321. I feel like that's a good number combo. How do you write uh when you when you get all old school and you write a check? Yeah. How do you write the date? Do you write three slash three slash twenty one? So I, I can't. I can't. What do you do? I have to do the O three slash O three. Interesting. Well, um you may notice as we are speaking in person, listeners may notice, viewers may notice, I'm a little congested. Here in Oklahoma, it is March, and that means it's allergy season. Yes, Ellen, let's not just look at the pollen. Don't forget the mold. <laughs> Come for the pollen, stay for the mold. Indeed. The Bradford pears are beginning their bloom. Oh, you damn Bradford pears. They're, You're not even a real pear tree. There's no pear on you. No pears. You they're liar. lovely to look at, but they will wreck your shit when it comes to allergies. Yeah, they're lovely until the ice storm hits. Is that They're the pathetic. Problem? They're pathetic okay. in ice storms. Well. They're known for their patheticness. They're also known for their allergens. Yep. And anyway, I'm miserable. But I also do not like to take allergy medicine because it also makes me feel miserable. It makes me oh. feel spacey. It makes me feel like my blood pressure is really yeah, low. you got to take it with a shot of whiskey. Maybe that's what I've been doing wrong all these years. I would think it's worth a try. Or just take the shot of whiskey and see what happens. I'm sure people are just about to turn this one off because this is boring. <laughs> no one wants well, to talk about people's allergies. Listen, if this was all it took, we would, we would have been dead long ago. Hey, mm -hmm. happy National Mold Wine Day. 
Mold? Can mold? I, can I mold? tell you that when you went over the notes, I literally thought you said mold. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably because I'm a mushmouth speaker and my my words often don't sound like human words. M-U-L-L-E-D, mold wine. Yes. If you're unfamiliar, mold spirits are wine and liquors that have been basically heated and then spiced. Yes. Well, maybe not in that order, but yes. I mean, I honestly usually think about mold wine around the holidays, the winter holidays. I'm very shocked and maybe even a little appalled to know that mold wine day is in March. I think it may be an instance of the, the last hoorah. Don't forget about me. No, oh, I guess. Now, it's often made with red wine, various spices, fruits, sometimes even includes honey. Sign me up. I love honey. Popular blends include cinnamon, nutmeg, citrus fruits, vanilla, anise, cloves, raisins, or pears. If you like diarrhea, eat a lot of pears. That's all I've got to say about that. They are. You're not wrong. They are especially appealing on a cold winter day, as they do tend to be warming and comforting. We're still in the season of winter, lest you forget. We are maybe days away, literally here in Oklahoma, we are days away from entering into that magical time of year where during the day you run the air conditioner and at night you run the heater. Yes. Because the swings are, are large. And you sneeze the whole time because of allergies. Mm-hmm. Or is it is it secret COVID? No, it's definitely allergies. Okay. Hey, if it's your birthday today, may I tell you, happy birthday. You thank share you. It, you. It's not, but thank you anyway. <laughs> you share it with American actress... Jean Harlow. Now, if you're of a certain age, and many of you are, if you don't <laughs> mind my saying, you remember the Madonna song from the 90s called Vogue? Jean Harlow gets a shout out. You don't know what I'm talking about. You no, got, I do. You I got do. the glazed over look. I'm just say. thinking you're going to force me to admit I know lyrics to this song. I'm embarrassed, but I, I'm fully aware of that. You remember in the bridge of Vogue, part of it says Grace Kelly, Harlow Jean, picture of a beauty queen, Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance on air. Hey, Vogue is a great song that holds up. Madonna has gotten real problematic yeah, well, in her later years. Gotten there? I feel like she was birthed from problem. Well, she's more problematic than ever. We can yeah. say that. But Vogue is a song that holds up. And Jean Harlow is in there. It is Jean Harlow's birthday. She was a predecessor of Marilyn Monroe. She was considered the original blonde bombshell. And you also, if I may say, you got Jean Harlow on the one end. You've got also Scottish-born American inventor and scientist Alexander Graham Bell, He's responsible for inventing the telephone and for refining the phonograph. Thank goodness. If you ever like to be on your phone, if you ever like to listen to music, Alexander Graham Bell is your boy. Well, yes, absolutely. Happy birthday all around. Fair enough. I'm, I'm a little off my rhythm today. You're disturbed, I would I'm, say. yeah, yeah, I'm disturbed. When I went in to begin my day, a series of events unfolded and it left me unable to do anything besides just share my process and the incredible slash incredibly bad journey that I made. It's not a happy story like a dog makes its way home. Mm -mm, um, not one of those incredible no, journeys. No, but I thought, you, you know what, it's time. We're, 
we're nearing, this will be episode 159, I believe. Uh, but of course, there were another 90 episodes of things before that as well. We're, we know each other well enough now. I don't feel embarrassed, or at least not too embarrassed, to share with you some of the things that I encounter as I do research for this show. Awesome today, fam. I think it's well worth mentioning. We're going into... What, if we had a Patreon, this would be Patreon-exclusive content. This would be third-tier Patreon. Upper echelon, only the most trusted, inner circle. You guys... Uh, I can't run for office after this episode. Yeah, he's ending his political career here and now. Yeah. Just to tell you what he yeah. discovered today. I've rarely... I've known Kyle since I was 18 years old. He's in his 60s now. Yeah. <laughs> Late 60s, let's be honest. Um... Within eight months of 70. He's drawing Social Security, but I have never... And being taxed on it, damn it. <laughs> I've rarely known him to be as shaken by something he's discovered on the internet. Yeah, this it was... It wasn't even a, on the dark web. No, no. Just it was the full out there in the regular vision of the people web. He, he's mm. disturbed. So I want you all to gather around your old phonographs, your radios gather gather around yes yeah. this is a this is a tale to tell. get all your pearls out yeah you may need them okay so when i do research for this show mm -hmm. i and it's honestly it's a replicated process of how i would research anything in the beginning stages i speed skim through lists of possible things mm -hmm. just buzzing through now if something looks like it might have potential then it gets additional side searches done yeah. just to begin to look now most of the time most of the time for this show a topic will die pretty quickly yeah it just it ceases to be interesting yeah there was a spark of hope yes it didn't it didn't pan out i mean let's let's all be super honest you have a great protosorial viewpoint you understand the point at which people are going to check out and be like well that was boring or the people are going to be like well that was interesting i try i you try to that keep little it nugget away about yeah. the exploding whale of oregon indeed i try to keep it into things that somebody less geeky than me would be like well you know i'm not minimally i'm not disappointed i heard that mm -hmm. so again most of the time topics they just die on the vine that's fine um Sometimes they lead to an entirely different topic altogether. Mm -hmm. And if that's if it's good, it makes the show. If it doesn't fit, if whatever, it may be fine. It just doesn't fit. It won't make the show. I still walked away with something for myself. Sure, yes. That's kind of interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, sometimes this process leads to stuff that's really weird. I mean, really weird. It reveals a whole disturbing thing that people do. It's it's where the damn no is like in its full strength. Mm -hmm. Even you, you yourself. Yeah. Well, the origination of damn no was not. <laughs> it wasn't fabricated. You you got me so flustered discussing a, a snake experience. I. I struggled to put human English words together. Yes. And so you're sitting and you're looking at your screen and you're whispering, muttering mm -hmm. even to yourself, damn no, as mm -hmm. you do some research. Okay. Or even 
shrieking it. Shrieking. I did. I do this for you. I do this for the people as well. So pause on that concept for just a moment and consider, don't we all know Mm -hmm. someone who will say something? They, They will use a specific turn of phrase, having no idea what it really means, and they will create a desperately awkward and inappropriate moment. Can I tell you something? You may. Uh, you have a great example. Mm-hmm. It's just popped into my head. When Twitter first came out, and I am actually that old to remember when Twitter first came out, people did not know what to call the thing of when somebody tweeted something. Oh, I hate it. I'm not going to say this word. I can't. No, you have to. You, I you opened nope. this can of I can't, worms. I can't. Let them breathe. I cannot say it, but I can spell it. Okay. So there would be like, what do we call this thing? Like if we're referring to somebody else's, what we would now call tweet or they tweeted this. Mm-hmm. It's part of the common vernacular today in 2021. Back in the day, we didn't know what to say. I know where you're going, but I'm going to make you do it. I would, and this is when I was uh, an evangelical Christian. I read a lot of Christian pastor blogs, theology blogs. Even worse when they say it. Because they didn't know, I don't think. They didn't know there was, an, there was a wholesome ignorance around it, but they would actually use the T-W-A-T word. Yes, I knew it. To talk about a past it. tense thing that happened on Twitter. And, yeah. And all of us are like, you wouldn't just like peel your face off with the awkward cringe. Mm-hmm. Because it's so bad. But then who's going to tell the person like, you can't, that's, you cannot say that. Right. It's not, yeah, you, okay. you, you yeah, can't do it that and we should have put a content warning up top. Like, maybe this episode isn't for a little Listen, years. every episode is marked ex- explicit. That's true. So That's fair. If, if you let your kids, kids listen to Dawson today, yeah, it's on you. It's on you. Um, yeah. Now that's, we don't let our own kids listen to Dawson today. That, right. No shit. We send them upstairs. You go upstairs and put the headphones on. That's better. That's more, that's more visceral and real than my own example. I was just going to point out that you and I both know a woman who's in her 70s. And we've probably, I have no doubt, in fact, that we've mentioned this before on the show. She will reference as someone who has made a mistake, she will say the phrase that they pulled a boner. To this very day, she says Yeah. It. I just want to die every time she it's says it. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrible, and it would be bad enough if it was just you and I that heard it. But she says it in front of our children, who, and it's not like we're all like, oh, our children are snowflakes, and they can't. No, it's like we're trying to teach our kids how to function in a world full of of messed upness. And boomers. And boomers. And so, you know, this (laughs) happens, and we're, we're throwing the aggressive glances at our children and trying to telepathically communicate to them, don't you dare say a damn word. Don't you even break facial expression. And it's just terrible. Yeah. But even worse when you have a a man of the cloth, as it were, (sighs) unknowingly, if that's even possible, referencing a a horrible word for anatomy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hate it. So we comprehend that. Yes, of course. Yes. Uh So all of that groundwork laid. Okay. I'm going to invite you and everyone else along the terrible journey that I took today. This is not an incredible journey. No, well, not, yeah, not in the sense that any, there's a happy ending. It's a terrible journey. It's a terrible journey. All warnings in advance. This is not genteel. It's not okay. If you don't want to listen to it, that's fine. You, you should 
feel quite free in walking away from the episode at this point. You got your birthdays. You got your national celebrations. You got the stuff. It's okay yeah. to be done. But if you can stand it, this may or may not reveal valuable things to you in terms of things that you should not say, definitively things that you should not use as search terms on the interwebs. Well, I always need warnings about that. And if you're going to stick around, then put on... Oh, wait, should we buckle up? Well, I was just going to say, put on, deploy a seatbelt. Okay. Or whatever other protective gear wait, you like, think might be advisable. Should we do like a seatbelt and a helmet also? If you want. Okay. If you want. It's always better to have a helmet and not need one okay. than to need one and not have one. Ask any motorcyclist out there. That's for sure. Okay. Seatbelts, helmets. If yeah. you have a hazmat suit handy, maybe grab it out of the closet. Possibly. And send your kids on an errand. Get the kids out of the room. Put on your headphones, your yes. earbuds. Take it off the Bluetooth in the car. Do you think people listen awesome today in the car? It's possible. Okay. If you're in the car, turn it off right now. You've been forewarned. Let go of the steering wheel because no! your reactions could be so violent that you steer yourself into traffic inadvertently. Well, pull over, first of all, to take care of all things. And then maybe we maybe, just want yeah. you to know you're, you've been forewarned. It's ugly. It's ugly. Now, in the past, I did a deep dive into winemaking, beer making, alcohol distillation, all the things. Mm. Enjoyed it. Glad I did it. All that. Well, I ran across, in that process, I ran across a fellow on the YouTubes who was and is unashamedly, unabashedly, he is a hillbilly. Now, some people might say that's a derogatory term. It's not. He, like, owns it. He fully yes. lives into it. His name, his name, his screen name, his YouTube channel, whatever, it makes use of the word. So, in this sense, he's, like, willingly identifying with the yeah. idea of hillbilly and just he's like, not offended by it. Yes. Does he literally live, like, like, in Appalachia or something? Um, Louisiana. It's it's a version. Uh, the, in between Oklahoma and Appalachia, you have on one extreme you have redneck, on the other end you have hillbilly, and all in between, okay, you have this dichotomy of the two families married. Okay, all the things that emerge. Bring it on. Look, I say this yeah. with no judgment. Bring it on. These are the hey, I don't people when, tangentially yeah, that yeah. we broke around. So. When I say when I say redneck, I don't say that derogatorily. Yeah. I recognize the parts of me that are what I grew up in, and I'm not ashamed of it. You can access, and I am who I am. You can access your inner redneck quicker than any intelligent, educated person I know. You can just go there like that fast. It's true because it's... Right under the surface. It's right here next to me. Yeah. I've, I've pushed him to my side, but I've not left him behind me. Yes. He walks arm in arm, if you will. Okay. So, yeah, this, this guy... If you ever go in, if you're really curious, you'll just figure out from, from subtle hints throughout this episode and you'll find him, but I won't advertise him. You'll see him. He is not acting. He is just being him and he's fully comfortable with that. He doesn't give a damn if you think it's laughable or not. He's comfortable with who he is. Mm -hmm. And alongside of all of that, if you can get past, if you're very different than him as an individual, and you can get past those differences for a minute, you'd begin to recognize this dude's a legit artisan in his brewing and distilling. He has very advanced comprehension of all things required to make a, a good beverage. Mm -hmm. And 
in the same breath, he's really curious to see, well, how far can I push it? Mm-hmm. I, he's got to be, if I would dare to put another human in a box, he's got to be a, a five. Yeah. An Enneagram five? Uh-huh. I feel like I'm having a Twilight Zone moment. Are you willingly using the language I speak natively? No, I made you use it. I didn't fully lean into it. I just referenced just threw it out there loosely so that you happens. can fill in the blanks. Okay. Yeah. So as I opened up, because this is something I've looked at in the past, this YouTube considers in your feed what you've viewed in the past and all that, and they offer all of their suggestions as to how you might watch the things that generate ad revenue for them. Yeah. And there in my feed today, as I open it up, is a new video from this guy. And it was titled, Butthole Lemon Wine. I don't like anything. I like the wine part. Well, but you're curious. You're curious, aren't you? I don't. I'm curious, but also I'm like, I don't even know what step to take next. Well, I know how wine brewing works, and it doesn't involve a butthole. So... (laughs) I know a lot of things yeah. about making booze. There's buttholes. No, there's no buttholes in it. Buttholes need not apply. Yeah. Now, for any of this guy's videos, yeah. you've really got to be in the right headspace to watch it. And I knew that I wasn't. Oh, okay. Especially with this title. I wasn't ready. And so I don't I don't push myself mm-hmm. in those instances. You listen to that intuition yeah. that says, no, 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 no. I, I figured I'll watch it at some point. Uh-huh. But right now is not the moment. Okay. That's fair. I respect that. In the same breath, curiosity being what it is, I couldn't deny what needed to be found out. And so I opted instead to begin doing some periphery internet searches. Okay. My mind demanded to know, what is a butthole lemon? Is it at all related to butthole surfers? Well, I didn't know. Do you know what a butthole surfer is? I do. It's a band. From the 90s? Yes. Okay. It's a good band. Thank you. Or at least a tolerable one. Is is a butthole lemon a real thing? Is it hillbilly speak or redneck speak yeah. for a real thing? Okay. Because any good redneck yeah. from at least our part of the country would know that there's such a thing as a sand plum. Crab apple. Crab apple. A road apple. Yeah, road apple for sure. It's all the same thing, there's, right? No, no, no. A road apple's horse shit. Is that true? Yes. Well, thank goodness I never tried yeah, you to don't, make like a road apple pie. You don't want to eat a crab apple. Crab apple's a cranberry. What? Or, or at least a derivative thereof. Just like a sand plum has nothing to do with a plum. It's oftentimes as you drive down literally the dirt roads of mm-hmm. this part of the country, within the barbed wire fence line of properties, you'll see a certain bush and it will have, when it's ripe, a very orange, probably the size of a quarter berry on it. That is a sand plum. Okay, but... A lot of rednecks will make jam out of it. It's... Tasty. That's true. But Don't eat too many. You get the squirts. <laughs> Second time diarrhea has come up in this it, episode. It may so. come up more. Who knows? Uh, crab apples are not that. They're, They're not, not cranberries? No. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Um, what do you my, think they are? I know what they are. They're little, tiny, shrivelly-looking apples that grow wild in Oklahoma, at least. Okay. Well, hey, I'm not a, I'm not a perfect redneck, okay? I never... Would accuse you of being such. Yeah. Okay, wait. So what were you talking about? Well. We didn't know what a butthole lemon was. Maybe in other parts of the country. They got the butthole lemon That's what we're thinking. And I need to know this. Yes. Because our people are everywhere. They're hidden in the the rural areas around the globe. Awesome Today fam is literally everywhere. Yeah. Not just at home, but also abroad. So 
if those are all things, and yes. we know they are, yes. then is a butthole limit a thing? Well, I can only think about butthole surfers at this point. Well, so. cancel Let's... that uh, because cancel that's it. part of culture now. Okay. Now, no surprise, when I searched butthole lemon, yeah. the first results that came up were pornographic. I'm not even surprised. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like any Googling that you do, you turn on the Google machine, you put the word butthole in, I feel like the first 100 results you're going to get are going to be porn. It wasn't that many. No, I, don't, I hope you didn't even look that far. Well, I... I scrolled. Here was the, here's the here's my thankfulness to the Google overlords is yes. that the combination of titles and URLs was enough yeah. to steer me away. So I did not accidentally view any scarring imagery. I knew, oh nope, don't go there. Okay. And was able to continue down. Good. Now next, though, in these in this list of results. Mm. And I had no idea about this. No, you, you don't even know what you're... What, what, what is a butthole limit? You were right, literally... Right. You were using Google in the most innocent and wholesome way for it's which true. it was created. It's true. You and I like, don't do a lot that's innocent... Or wholesome. Or wholesome. But to be fair. I was. That you truly were like, what is a butthole lemon? Mm -hmm. Did you put it in quotations? No, I didn't. I left it open. Lemon. I left it open. Bring me what you got, Google. I don't know what a butthole yeah. limit is. And I didn't need the quotes, at least for the pornography portion, because they, they figured out, oh, you're looking for this. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm not. Oh, body parts and fruit is your kink. Yeah. Have we got the yeah. site We got you? a whole, there's a whole genre. Yes. To use a Francie, Francie, fancy French term. Francie's outside. Yeah. I don't know if she's been doing any Googling or not. Okay. She is a butthole. Oh, and she might surf. We'll see. <laughs> um, but apparently... This is this shocked me. Apparently, there are a very large number of people who are very concerned with the color or shade of the skin that is their anus. And, and a subset of those folks who are desperately curious to know yeah. if a lemon can be used for bleaching that skin yeah. to a lighter shade. So here's the thing. Up until very, and I cannot emphasize this strongly enough, very recently in my life, I, I lived up my whole life without knowing that butthole bleaching was a thing. Mm -hmm. Once I've been alerted to it, I certainly haven't tried it, but I can't not know that information now. That's right. That's how this works. Uh, hey, you know what? If you're an Awesome Today fam and you bleach your butthole, more power to yeah, you. Yeah, there's no judgment here. Get, it's just like yours. we never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I just, there's a lot of things for me personally that I got to take care of in my life. My butthole, whether, what it looks like, the bleachedness or the unbleachedness of it. I just, I don't, I literally don't have time. Yeah. I can barely make sure that I wash my hair twice a week. So I'm not the person that's going to be looking to the right. butthole bleach. Right, Well, you got to finish the upstairs apartment before you move to the downstairs apartment. That's a fair way to say. I'm not even offended by that. That's a true fact. Yeah. Well, according to at least one headline, if this is a thing that matters to you, quote, it actually kind of works. The lemon. Lemon, like lemon juice. Lemon bleaching. Lemon juice bleaching well, of your butthole. one person claimed they just shoved wedges of lemon in their ass crack and that that, that was a functional means. <sighs> I, I don't know. I because other people say no. Yeah. And I wasn't invested in finding the answer. Oh, my gosh. Francie's outside. She's outside of our Okay. Fence. Well, let's pause the video for a moment. Okay. How did she get out? Did they leave her a fence open? I wonder. I don't know. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Can you see how she got out? I can't. Okay. I guess let him in. Get the beds. Come on. Come on. Scared. She doesn't know. Come how on. did I get Good home? Girl, so she you didn't go, go to the right bed. bed. Come on, Stella. Good. Okay. Where do you want to start, Meg? Can I can I tell a story? I don't okay. know how we start back to piece it together. Well, just start. Okay. Pause a minute so I can know when to start it and then start your story. Okay. All of this foreign object and butthole stuff reminds me of the fact, if you have a friend who's a surgeon who's gone through residency. Oh, yeah. Here's what or you who, do. Or uh, any healthcare worker that has access to the emergency room. Exactly. Here's what you do. You take him out for drinks and you say every single round tonight, it's on me. I need to know all of the shady, scandalous, WTF moments, especially in the emergency room you've ever experienced. No, awesome today, fam. You're not even prepared for the stories no. you're going to hear. No. One of my dear friends from high school, a surgeon, she's not in the ER anymore, but she had to do that residency when she was, or not residency, that, that rotation mm-hmm. when she was in medical school. And uh, I have nightmares about the things she's told me, that people come into the ER with inserted into their buttholes. It's a world I don't live in. Again, if this is your thing, mm, more power to you, your body, your, your choice, many choices. Yeah. But the fact that people are shoving lemon wedges. You got really aggressive with the visual. I did. It's, it's right up into the butthole. Well, not just the wedges, by the way, but I don't really want to focus here a lot longer. Okay. It's a thing. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Now, back to just the bleaching. Yeah, back that, to the... That now feels benign. Good old... Um, good old-fashioned ancient art of the yeah. bleach. I personally have never even thought to take a look back there, much less to be self-conscious about what I saw. And I don't recall the last time that I showed that area to anyone. And But again, all in the same breath, far be it for me to judge another person for... Caring about what theirs looks like. That's your, fine. Your body, your bleach. Yeah. Knock yourself out. So that that happened. Then other interesting information. Perhaps this is not new news to the naturopaths out there. 
consumed or topically applied, lemon juice is not just effective, but very effective mm. in treating hemorrhoids. And, and if you freeze the lemon juice first, you get a twofer. Yeah. You, you get the anti-inflammatory benefit and a cold compress. I just literally don't understand. Like, okay, I actually do understand a little bit. I know because I've danced the line in that family, mm -hmm. natural family living community. I know there are suppository molds that you can get. Molds? Well, I mean, not molds. Like, I mean, like, um, capsules. Okay. Kind of situations. Yeah. Put stuff in there and then. Yep. Take it home. That's the only way I can understand how you get frozen lemon juice up your butt. Well, I don't think it's so much up your butt is that you cold compress, oh. apply this frozen something. I don't, I don't comprehend all of it, but somebody does and it, it for somebody it works or there wouldn't be inter, interweb articles about it. The way I understand a lot of hemorrhoid treatments have to be internal okay. to really get up into it. Which is, this is where I'm saying I've not yet dealt with that. Yeah. And that ultimately, while it's it's interesting, it's information, this is not the butthole lemon that I'm searching right. for. Right. We, we were talking about butthole lemon wine. How do right. we get to suppositories well, with frozen lemon juice? Because this is this is search results brought up by either frequency of searches or ads, God forbid. This is what's coming up. All right. Google's like, so how can we profit off of this yeah. search, good sir? Yeah. Yes. So the closest that I came to my suspicions... Yeah was finding that the Meyer lemon can be pretty gross. It smells good, tastes awful. I don't even know that it smells good. It does. Um, but in any event, that yeah, it's bad. And so I was thinking maybe, maybe this is what people, my people, my redneck people out there in the outskirts would be referring to as a butthole lemon, but the, the search trail ran cold. Almost, in fact, as cold as my blood after skimming through... Mm. Many of these results, which I won't even repeat. My blood ran cold. My angel is a centerfold. Right. A lemon butthole centerfold. Oh, my goodness. So I changed search terms at this point. But it turns out equally inadvisable. I searched for butthole wine. You were like, you know... I can't. I haven't found what I'm looking for yeah. when I search lemon butthole. I feel like butthole's a key player yeah. in the search. Butthole is the thing because it's you're, not interesting without it. Lemon boy, wine, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Your boy on YouTube, he chose butthole he specifically. Did. He did. So the first thing that came up was a reference to bum wine, which spooked me. I I was already a little bit flinchy at this point. It spooked me. Mm -hmm. However, this is just a term that's used for high alcohol content, low price concoctions that might be appealing to a homeless person, oftentimes referred to as a bum. So benign, right? Besides just maybe calling somebody by a name they don't like or right. whatever else, benign. Back in the olden days, we would say bum. Now in our modern era, we would say a person experiencing homelessness. So Home challenged, whatever the language is. Yes. I'm not judging anyone on that. Yeah. I recognize it's a real difficulty. But because we grew up when we did, when you see bum wine, you think... Right. There was no insult to call somebody a bum. It was a description. Right. And you're thinking, okay, and that makes sense for yeah. the wine situation. Okay. Right. So then, with 
whatever, the sound of music playing or something, I see a link to a Wikipedia page. Hey, it's on Wikipedia. How well, bad it must could be it be, true. right? It must be true, and how bad could it be? And so, is it a false sense of security? Who knows? I go and look, and it pulls up a page on the alcohol enema. Did you know this was a thing? I've heard of coffee enemas before. I have not yet heard of the alcohol enema. I yeah. feel clenching happening as well, I speak. If not before, then after, but I don't know. In any event, colloquially, this is also known as butt chugging. Thanks, I hate it. Yeah, why? Why? What? I didn't want to read any further, but at this point, I felt like I had a responsibility to do so. You're familiar with butts. You're familiar with chugging. But chugging... The two don't seem to go together. No. Evidently, they do. Hmm. So, evidently, if you just really... If you want to get intoxicated really fast, and you just can't be bothered with all that swallowing... All that pesky, time-consuming swallowing... Right. Or I have a sore throat or whatever, right? Well, then the alcohol enema... Is for you, and I say that in jest. Don't ever, don't ever do this. Don't ever do this. Do not. Let's make it clear for, especially for legal purposes. Yes, literally, we're do begging, not do We're this. begging you, don't do this. The lower GI tract lacks. This is your entrance through the butthole. Is how you get there. If there was any confusion there, yeah. it, it, obviously your intestines lack the enzymes that are present in the stomach and in the liver that break down ethanol, which is the alcohol that's in what we consume, and so. If when you introduce it in that fashion, or as I found as well, people do through their eyes. What the? Through all kinds of crazy things. There's no filter there, so the alcohol does enter directly into your bloodstream. I've lived a long time on this planet, and there's so much I still don't know. Yeah, well, evidently we're slow, because in 2011... That was 10 years ago, a ten full years decade ago, ago. There was a... A series, not just one, but a series of articles that emerged, uh, at least from Phoenix, Arizona, I would assume other places as well, that described battling a teen craze with this means of alcohol consumption. So, so, uh, uh, hang on just a second, I, I can get there. So, but chugging alcohol walked so that eating Tide Pods could run. Yes. 2019. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, here we go. One small butt chug for child kind. Yes. Yeah, all of that. So evidently teens would use beer bongs in their butt or, or they would soak tampons in alcohol and use those. And this wasn't just girls. And obviously boys would have a different means of of consuming. This is so graphic. That, uh, yes, it's terrible. A high school resource counselor, uh, or officer rather, insisted, quote, this is everywhere. Mm. It was a it was a butthole pandemic. Look, look, look. We have two teenagers. I feel like we are trying to be proactive. We have a lot of conversations about mm -hmm. a lot of things. Kyle. Right. Never once thought to have this conversation. We've never even thought about telling our daughters, and soon, someday we'll be teenage sons, do not soak a tampon right. with alcohol and shove it up your butt. Don't do it. Right. Or just straight funnel booze into your butt. With These a beer bong. Not, not good solutions. Okay. The 
And I mean, on in, in a moment of like reality to say, how often do kids do weird things because they feel like getting caught would be such a massive instance? That's the thing. Like in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I would much rather our kid just be like, listen. Yeah, I did it. I did something. I drank. Real I swallowed up. alcohol. Yeah. That. Yeah. We can deal with that. We got, we can, okay, that's fine. There's books and pamphlets to help us walk through that. This is an area for which we are unprepared. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And as the same resource officer told the story through interviews and whatnot, um, the, the children w quoted as saying, well, hey, your breath won't smell like alcohol, so you can hide it from the parents, hide it from the police. And I've got to admit, I've never thought, you know, if my child came home from a party or I didn't know where they were to sniff their butthole to see if they'd been drinking. That's that's new to me. It would have fooled me. <laughs> well, yeah. unfortunately for our children, now we're on to them. <laughs> yeah, now we know. Get over here. Wait, Meg, you have to do this. I'll go to jail. It's terrible. I hate everything about this. This was all as fantastical as it sounds. It was backed up by more than one quote from medical centers in the Phoenix area verifying through uh, kind of inadvertently through just saying, hey, again, back to what you referenced earlier, the things that go on the, in the emergency room here. Yeah, this is a real thing. It's mm. a real problem. Hate it. Yes. Well... Towards the end of that entry, skimming through the references section of the Wikipedia page. And you're the only person on the planet that does that, but thank goodness they've got it. I find value in it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Apparently, kids aren't the only ones who either were or are doing this. There were multiple references to individuals who had died Aww. doing this. Well, I don't like that. There was a case where a woman... Because it's always the woman that does this. Don't kid yourself. A woman was accused of murdering her husband via a lethal sherry enema. Only women got that ingenuity mm -hmm. to think of like, I need to kill yeah. this M. I almost said the word. <laughs> this guy. Uh, but you know what? I don't want to get caught. What if yeah. I, what if. What if I poured a bottle of sherry in his butt? <laughs> Hold still. I would actually like to know the full story on that. That's a true crime. It's a true crime. Uh, episode for the ages right there. Yes. Yes. Dear Lord, what has happened to humanity? Okay. I, I, won't, I won't go any further into this dark region. Please. We've already gone so it's far. It's far enough. But I've learned a lot today. Okay. Not that I wanted to. I've learned a lot. So much. I am... I was scared of what I might find next, and so I gave up the search, and I returned back to the original YouTube video. I actually forgot until this moment why we would do yes. that. And, I mean, YouTube videos, in fairness, they at least theoretically get pulled down if they are too much. I didn't know even YouTube did that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, especially if you're a conservative, according to some news sources, you can get canceled quickly from them. And if you murder someone on camera, mm, they will take your video It's down? a little slower in that event okay. than if you're speaking something against whatever. But in anyway, yeah, so I'm I'm at this point I'm so just I'm I'm raw. Yeah. I'm, 
I feel really, yeah, all the things. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, maybe at this point, because it's been a few hours now, surely this YouTube video would have been pulled down if it's too bad. And as it turns out, I could have saved myself and now all of you a lot of trouble if I would have just watched that video first, because really all it was was a batch of wine made from a particularly gross lemon or box of lemons. And as things go, it didn't even make a good wine, which if anybody could make a good wine out of something bad, my boy on YouTube could have. Isn't he the one that did the wine with the cotton candy? He did cotton candy, which was excellent. He tried one out of Taco Bell hot sauce packets. Didn't turn out well. He's not afraid to make a mistake. He's not apologetic. He's like, you know what? I'm going to try it. So you're telling me that just the lemons were like so bad or sour or were they rotten? No, or? no. It was this It was this particular kind of lemon. And it was a listener. It was one of his subscribers and regulars from Florida who'd said, hey, uh, and used a lot of profanity and things. Take these. He called them. He called them asshole lemons and said, see what you can do with this. Mm. And my boy rose to the challenge, tried a thing, but was like, no, it just, no, they, there's no purpose for these. Save it for your butt chugging. Save it for your butt. it's not worth swallowing. That's literally the only thing the wine he made was good for, was butt okay. chugging. Okay, all right. So, I'm sorry, and at the same time, I feel like you need to feel my pain a little. I'm sorry for your pain. So you can enjoy the episodes that normally come out, not so much this one, maybe. Okay. Can I tell you something? This is that I'm going to give you everybody. You Googled butthole wine. No, I didn't. I'm going to give everybody a chance to just sit with their thoughts about butthole lemon wine. And I'm going to show you what crab apples look like. Okay. You've seen those on the side of the room. I have. I've, I've, I've eaten crab yeah. apples before. They're so sour. Yes. Your mouth feels like it wants to turn inside out. It's it, a dry it's bitter. Like, it sucks yeah. everything out of your mouth. But it's the same thing a cranberry does. But it's, not, it's literally not a cranberry. It's though. a little different. It's a little different. One okay. of the kids in my neighborhood growing up, redneck as we were, they had a crab apple tree. And I remember every spring, we're like, screw it. We're going to try it because we can't remember how bad it was. And then we're like, yeah, it, it was as bad, bad or worse. Yeah. Do you think your boy on YouTube could make a wine from crab apples? Yes. Okay. It might not be drinkable, but he could do it. Oh, I, th I think, mm, yeah, you know what? I don't know, maybe a wine, because most of his wines, he adds a lot of table sugar to help that, through the fermentation process. Uh, circling back to the beginning, he could maybe make a mold crab apple wine. Add those spices in. Molded. Molded. Mold. 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 Yes. Yes, probably could, though I don't think that's really his speed. I'm just saying. If you live in Louisiana, especially the southern part where he is, I don't think colds ever an issue, so a mold wine isn't going to be as meaningful. That's fair. I'll give no it No inspiration to make it, not that he could. Okay. Fair. Wow. That was a long walk, and I just go ahead and apologize to everyone for it. But it is, in fact, now time for a little watch, read, listen, life, style. We don't... I don't know that... I, you watched his video, so you could search yeah. Butthole Lemon Wine, I guess, on the YouTube. You'll find it if you do. There's only one video titled that. I don't have any watches in the sense that you and I were so tired last night. Yeah, we fell out quick. We went right to burn notice on Hulu. I was trying, I like to do, I've mentioned this before, it's an oddity about me. I like to open up Reddit, skim my Reddit feed, read some random things. Fall asleep, I drop your phone, roll over on it, make long distance up. calls to Tokyo. Shut it. Shut it. it it's true. Yes. Okay. So I don't have any good watches, but this, this YouTube video apparently is very inspiring. Well, at least the title. Yeah. Reading. 
you did a lot of reading. And that, for I that, did. I commend you. I did. You went to the dark places to to plumb the depths, as one might say, of butthole lemon wine. Yes. And you, you, you did all that reading, so we don't have to. I hope you don't. I hope you don't. The things I didn't share... Those are prevalent in the search results. Don't do it. That was on regular Google, not even on the dark web. Right. Okay. I have a read. Oh, man. I thought I I thought I kept this tab open, but I didn't because I'm an idiot. Uh, awesome Lisa. Lisa's been around from the very beginning. Um, old school, then. She is way into the old school. She's amazing. She knows because she's even been around since the sort of crunchy days how deeply devoted I am to The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. It's my favorite novel. Um, I've read it many times. I used to do a yearly reread. After the twins were born, I kind of stopped doing that, but I should go back and reread it. That's well, how much I love if it. If you're going to claim it, you should. She sent me an article via Facebook Messenger about how The Great Gatsby is like the most misunderstood novel ever. Mm. Scott Fitzgerald when it came out, was so annoyed by the glowing reviews that came in for it because he was like, these are fine and good, but not a single reviewer understands what this novel is even about. Do right. you know when... Much like the confusion between what is butthole lemon wine. <laughs> yes, exactly. He is tracking with you. Yeah. Do you know... This This was shocking to me. I had never heard this until I read this article Lisa sent... Do you know when The Great Gatsby first came out, it was immediately perceived to be a true crime novel what? or a crime novel of some kind? People. People. Come on. Anyway, and then people were like, it's not even a very good crime novel. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, it reflects on how The Great Gatsby is a lot of things for a lot of people. I, I was comforted to know I'm not the only person that likes to reread The Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby, you read it as a high schooler. You did it, but I, I did. did. I did. Did you? Yeah, yeah. You read it as a high schooler. You you read it for the surface level that it is. You go back and reread it as a college student, as someone in their 20s or their 30s. The novel grows with you, and you understand different components, different things that are happening with the characters in the storyline, with its critique and its observation of America itself. As you get older. And this amazing article touches on that. It was so fantastic. I was delighted reading the whole thing because I realized I am not alone in my Gatsby geekery. And Lisa remembered that about me and she sent me this article and nice. I'm deeply grateful. Nice. Um, no listens. No. Not directly not or indirectly. Directly. I feel like there was something from earlier today that came up that I can't remember. So it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, lifestyle. We have a story. Before we tell that story, I'm going to tell a mini story. Okay. I'm wearing today, only 10 of you are watching on the YouTubes. This houndstooth jacket that I'm wearing is vintage. And I mean legit vintage from the 1960s. Mothball vintage. Yes. Vintage? Lintage. That's fine, too. It is lint. It has so. some lint on it. Not currently. It's the season of lint, so here we are. Um, I went through a phase... When we lived in the small town we lived in before we moved to Oklahoma City and, and long before the twins were born, where I enjoyed going thrifting, AG would often go with me. And I didn't want to just thrift for popular modern brands. I was on the lookout for vintage. I found this amongst other pieces. 
I hung on to those pieces in our closet because then I kind of was out of the vintage stage. I mm -hmm. appreciate when people love and wear and style vintage clothing, but it just wasn't my thing anymore. I held onto that box of clothes for so long. Did I say this yesterday on the show? I don't remember. I held onto it for so long, hoping that our daughters would be into it. They were not. I gave it away on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. It was gone like that. I think I did say this yesterday, but... I deliberated. I actually folded up this jacket and put it in the box of clothes to give away. It just kept pinging me. Like, I don't want to give that away. But then I was like, but I never wear it. So you punched a beggar and took it back. Well, sort of. The person who came, the person was not a beggar. They were just a normal human. Were they, though? Yes. Is and anyone a normal human? Well. People drink butthole wine. <laughs> they There's all kinds of things that happen. I can't argue with that. Um... At the last minute, I literally I had set this box of vintage clothes out on the porch to be picked up with this houndstooth jacket in it. And I just kept thinking, I don't want to give that away. I listened to my intuition, but I made a deal with myself. If you are going to keep this vintage houndstooth piece, you're going to wear it. Okay. So instead of it being shoved in the back of my closet, I hung up on a hanger. I hung it up on a hanger. And this morning when I went to get dressed, I said, you know what? Today's a great day to wear that vintage it piece. It is. It is. At least for part of the day when it's warm and cold enough and it, then it's too warm. Yeah. I actually almost took it off earlier because I was like yeah. a little sweaty and stuffy in this because it's all polyester, of course. Um, anyway, all of that to say, I feel like there's a bigger lesson to love what you love. And if the thing that you love is shoved in the back of your closet, get it out, yeah. use it, wear it, love it. Yeah. With no shame. Shove the lemon wedges up your butthole if that makes Do, you happy. Well, just fine, but don't tell people about it. Well, it may land you in the emergency room and you're going to have to tell your doctor about You'll it. have to tell someone, an intern or something. Something. Yeah. Intern, get it. Oh, gross. Tell our backyard story. You want me to tell it? Yeah. Okay. Well, as we've mentioned now to the point where everyone's like, yeah, you said that already. We did have a nice storm last November. October, actually. October, yes. And it devastated trees and all of that. Well, I feel like, I feel like that Oklahoma's energy conglomerate, as it applies to power, electricity, all of that, looked at what went on in Texas recently, where people lost their jobs over yep. the mayhem. Yes. Um, and probably rightfully so. I don't know. I'm not here to debate that. But I feel like our, our companies, our operators, all that looked around and said, hey, guys, let's be proactive. Or also they said, ah, hell to the nah. Well, they might have. They didn't want to lose their jobs. Right. Ultimately, that's the truth. Yes. They didn't want to lose their jobs. And so there's been this proactive push by one of the major fully vertically integrated energy companies here that has said, we are going to now go out and survey the areas around power lines and cut people's trees down. Which theoretically they should have been doing all along. Should have been they're doing all along. supposed to be doing all that's, along. Yes, they're supposed to be doing it. Yeah. And so they reached our block earlier this... In fact, they came a week and a half ago and said, we're going to be showing up. We've yeah. already identified things that are an issue. Now, yes. none of them are technically in our backyard. They are in the backyards all around us because we had our whole area cleaned out. <laughs> we took it all down. We took it all down. We took it down. You can't even take our things down. It's That's already right. down. But they, they were just courtesy letting us know all of that. And so because now everything's gone in the backyard, we could look across into the neighboring yards and see this crew working. And there were no less than six 
No less than six. And while they may have been wearing fluorescent gear and hard hats that matched the color of the company that they represented, these aren't employees of the company they represented. They are not, in fact, people that understand power lines. No. They are people that at least have a claimed understanding of, I'm going to cut your trees down. Around the power lines. Yeah. Well, wherever they may be, we're just here to cut trees. We're indiscriminate. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they've been out there for two days, if not three. I mean, two days at least in our backyard, and we're not the first yard. Well, that and again, in. not our backyard. Yeah. Within three Around feet. Around our Within backyard. three feet of our okay. property line, they've been in all the neighbor yards yeah. cutting things down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, not at a really invested pace. No, no, no. Emergency. They managed to keep the chainsaw running all day long. Mm. But then you look out there, and they're like, what the hell did you do? Yeah. Because the the... It's the same one tree you've been working on all day, and it's only like a 10-year-old tree. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Whatever the case may be, somehow in the course of events today around, was it 1.30, 2 o'clock? Somewhere in that range, yes. They cut a branch that hit wires. Did you hear the pops? Oh, yes. It was undeniable. It was a sequence of no less than five, no more than seven, what sounded like gunshots, yep. like shotgun yep. shots. And if you've ever heard that, you know what that sounds like. Yep. And promptly, our power stopped. Yep. They'd crossed lines. They, in fact, had tangled lines where they were touching and it tripped the transformer and bad things happening. Yep. And so after... I don't know. I feel like you cursed more than I did. I used the, my my most cursing of curses. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 like fat, fatigued. It doesn't even begin to cover how I feel about power outages at this point. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like I got nothing left in me with patience and grace for power outages, and I was apop, apocalyptic. Apocalyptic? Not apocalyptic. Apoc? No. You Keep pl- talking. Plopped. Apocalyptic? Is that a word? I don't know. In any event, I. Meg claims, I don't know. I don't know if I believe this or not. I'm not invested either way, but Meg claims that mainly because I think she believes I'm a butthole. No. That my sheer presence creates inspiration. It's not because you're a butthole. That's not it at all. You don't think? Not because it's you're you're not like emanating butthole energy. You are emanating the energy of hey butthole wine buttholes. You are going to tell me what's going on. You are going to figure out how to fix the mess you made. Maybe I don't know. In any event, I don't distrust it, but I don't want to believe it. In any event, I walked out on the back porch. Our door squeaks. They all heard it. They turned and looked. All all six of them turned and looked. And I just stood there. I didn't go approach them. I didn't say anything. I just stood there surveying because I wasn't really out there to make a statement. I was out there to try to assess. Did anyone die? One, did anyone die? Two, are these guys going to do anything about it? Yes. And it was a good thing I did because I came in and suggested to you, hey, maybe you ought to report the outage. Yeah. And as we figured out as events unfolded, they had not. They were just going to sit there, Mm -hmm. not call it in, but also not do shit. With the trees that were down, even though at this point it was completely safe because the power was gone from all the lines. Yeah, get back to work, bros. Right. It's like, here's your one chance, Fancy. Don't let us down. Don't let us down. They, yeah. And so 
Meg reported it and magically, magically, to the full and utter credit yes. of our provider. Yes. Within, was it 10 minutes? It was like 15, 15 at the most. A truck comes, they come rolling up our street so fast, they overshot our, our house and then had to back up to get back to the car. They were literally racing down yeah. our residential street. They lit, Kyle is not exaggerating. They literally like, and yeah. had to back it up to get to our, back to our house. Very NYPD blue. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Guy comes to the door, talk briefly, let him in the backyard, all of that. And he goes out and looks. And I'm beginning to see things unfold. He's familiar with this, as though he's cleaned up more than one shit mess from people who are out trying to proactively do a thing that wreck yeah. whatever was already working. Yeah. There's there's an exchange that goes on. It was a good mm, 30 yards away. So I couldn't hear it absolutely. But what I did detect is that there were no less than two languages and maybe three yeah. amongst all the different workers. Someone would start speaking in tongues. That, quite possibly. Yeah. And I'm surprised somebody wasn't baptized in the spirit in that moment. <laughs> they hash through things. He goes back, hops into the truck. They pull around the block because there's no access through our yard. Our yard's not where the problem is. Right. Anyway, they get around and you've got a young guy who's the one that came to the door. Young meaning younger than me. And you've got an older guy who I would guess was in his 60s and hey, like anybody in their 60s, he's seen some shit, man. Yeah. The circus that unfolded. We, I mean, we had nothing to do because the power was out. Yeah. So we poured ourselves a whiskey and went and sat on the back porch and just took it all in. It was not our circus nor our monkeys, but we were there to watch the yes, circus. Yes, we unfold. wanted to see the circus. Yes. It was something. It was something. One of the tree crew who was disguised as a member of the energy company, but was not a member... He was sent up into a tree. The way he climbed that tree. It was pornographic. It was very it was pornographic. It was problematic in every way. It made everyone wonder, um, do we have, do we need a chiropractor on site? I don't know what's happening here. It was as if someone strapped me, a 43-year-old woman who's very not athletic, into the things and was like, here, climb this tree and hold this uh, tree hold this, hold this saw. Hold this saw. Yeah, now stop crying. Stop crying. It's just a tree and a saw. I had never seen anything like it. It was something. It was something. He got up there and then the original plan, as we overheard bits and pieces, was that he would trim the offending branches while the power was out. And yet somehow about midway through the process... The power was no longer out, and so everybody's oh. hollering and screaming and that's a hot waving. Hot wire. Yeah. Dirt wire's hot. Yeah, that was the common phrase yelled. Yep, it was terrifying. It was terrifying for the average person. I have a specific phobia around electricity. I mm. love electricity. I'm angry when it's out. I looked up the word. It's apoplectic. Apoplectic. Thank you. Yes, that's how I felt when the energy, that's not the energy, the the, the power went out. Yes. Uh, I love for the power to be on. I'm also extremely, extremely terrified of electricity and also anything like lightning, um, uh, breaker boxes, anything that involves electricity that I really don't understand. 
So I couldn't even, I had to turn my chair physically away mm-hmm. from him while he was doing this. Kyle gave me running commentary. Yeah. I was like, that guy is going to get electrocuted. Well, He's going right. to literally die in front of my eyes. I thought about filming it, but I didn't want to get arrested for having a snuff film if he died up there. It was terrifying. We've had an exciting day. So that, it, the power's back on. The power's on. The crew's not done, but they did around 345 call it a day. Yeah. Which is kind of how... It seems that a lot of crews work. Yeah. So maybe more excitement tomorrow. We'll see. I hope not. Damn, I hope not. Damn, no. Yeah. Well, big exhale. That was a lot. That was a lot. We went on some journeys together today. If you're still listening. I'm sorry. No. If you're still listening, consider yourself. If you're ever in Oklahoma City, you show up on our front porch. Yeah. You come on in. You Come know in. our intimate inner lives at this point. Bring a whiskey glass. Bring a whiskey You'll glass. Need Lord it. knows we got the whiskey. Well, so far, so far. But bring some anyway, just in case. Yeah. Uh if you're if you're here, you are part of the inner tribe. So Yes. Is that everything that we could possibly pollute the minds of America with? Yeah, I'm gonna go bleach my brain now. Okay, well, keep it keep it in the upstairs apartment. Okay. And in the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. One old saying is to be careful what you wish for. A newer, internet-related saying is, be careful what you search for. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.